0: Hello everyone, this is You've Got 5 Options, a radio show where we prove that 5 is a magic number.
1: Our experts will give you 5 tips on
0: how to make your private or
1: professional life better. We will solve
0: your life challenge by giving you 5 different options to choose from. And our
1: guests will answer 5 exciting questions Wildlife on Earth.
0: <music> Tune in and feel the magic of five. Hello, everyone. This is Marta, and this is Anna, and this is You've Got Five Options show. Yes, and uh, welcome again. It's uh, Friday, two o'clock. And we are happy to have yet another special guest. OK, why will there ever be a moment when I will just stop talking about because every guest is special. Every guest we have is special. But today we have a very special guest because he's a Spanish biologist. I have to say it, for me, this is quite interesting mix. I never met a Spanish biologist, so I am very much excited for you. Nestor.
2: Okay. Thank you very much. And uh, it's good to be here with you guys.
0: Thank you very
1: much. Great. Okay. So today we are coming back to the roots and it is roots of science. Nestor came here to the radio to tell us how life works according to science. And I am so excited because it's going to be a great recap Last time
0: I was studying about that was long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I also wasn't really studying. I was obviously practicing. Uh, <laughs> so I kind of know a little bit about how life is created, but it's <laughs> a it's a heavy topic, huh? you know, how how life works according to science, Nestor. It's a, I'm, I'm actually impressed you took it on yourself. OK, I'm yeah. trying to encourage you in a yeah. weird way. No, but it's a it's an interesting question. I think it's a question that you know, humans. From time to time, everyone has this, like you know, how life actually works.
2: Yeah, of course, everyone uh, answers those, those uh, ask themselves those questions, and uh, that's the uh, one of the good things about science that sometimes can help us uh, answer these uh, kind of uh, mm-hmm. mes- uh, questions that are very transcend transcendental to our existence. So
0: yeah
1: exactly but we will not only talk about how life works and it's not going to be only explanation like anna just because she's pregnant (laughs) she knows how life works (laughs) we are going to i know
0: how thank you oh my god if you haven't if you thought that that's um okay that's a, that's a pregnancy belly that's not christmas <laughs> uh but uh, yeah although christmas was also tough i spent it yeah. with her and we ate a lot so that didn't help but i would i would say that i have a good practical uh, outlook on how life is created but okay. if i would have to go into scientifical details i might have some challenges i might have
1: many That's why I'm not
0: a guest on the show. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) And I will be asking questions because that much I can do. Uh, Okay, guys. So the thing is that I have prepared five themes for this show Mm -hmm. today, but Anna has already promised to ruin it by asking (laughs) a lot of different questions.
0: So if we don't get to all of the five themes, don't be surprised. No, no, no. I, I you know what? I will actually back off. I will not ask many, many difficult questions. However, I will ask this question my dear what your father has to do with madonna <laughs> <laughs> that i will ask
2: yeah okay okay yeah that's uh, that's a funny story because um there is a song by madonna called i think it's called uh, la isla bonita
0: yes I, I actually like this song it's my guilty pleasure Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: and uh, if i recall correctly in one of the, the lyrics he says something like last night i dream of san pedro Yes. Which is actually
0: my last name. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So,
2: so when I was a little kid and um, my father used to tell me that he spent the night craziness with uh, Madonna and uh, that was the proof.
0: Okay. <laughs> the so, so proof. basically the yeah. San Pedro is not a, a, a place where Madonna was. It's a, uh, it's, she was actually dreaming <laughs> about your father. <laughs>
2: yeah that's what he said but uh, uh, I, lo- I, I love i think it's that actually story. a place but i'm not sure i'm really not Honestly, sure if it's actually a place i,
0: I would i would just keep the story yeah, i yeah. would keep the story it's good for She's my mother now ex- <laughs> 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 and how does your
1: real mom feel about that his real mom is madonna <laughs> the other mother that thought. <laughs> yeah, I
2: think she never heard the story, so. Oh,
1: so hopefully okay. she's not listening to that show.
2: <laughs> yep, mm, I haven't thought about that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah because those things go like on the internet.
1: To it. Okay, so hello, Mrs. Mom, <laughs> 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 Miss Mom,
0: mm-hmm. Miss Mom, uh, Miss um, Senora San, San Pedro, Senora San Pedro. Yes, yeah. maybe yeah. it's actually well. about your mom that. No, she
2: has another last no, name. No, she has another last oh, name.
0: Okay, is, there so b- is by any chance her name is Madonna?
2: No. <laughs> okay. No, that I don't know what's actually the real name of, of Madonna. Uh,
0: Dennis? Uh, Dennis is not a ghost. He's our technician. <laughs> Do you know what is the real name of Madonna? I can Mm -hmm. And that—that's what why you are here for today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so basically, I did want you see. I told you that you will ruin my five themes, and you said you wouldn't. But you didn't even let me tell what the themes are, and already ruined them with the question, (laughs) Which (laughs) is uh, which is uh, what I uh, expected, so it's okay. So Mm -hmm. the five themes uh, for today are the roots of science, because it's a season. in uh, you've got five options where we are coming back uh, to the roots then we will ask uh, nestor to explain how life works according to science that's an easy question obviously as mm-hmm. if he was explaining that to his grandma okay And um, then we will talk a little bit about trusting science and especially scientific research. I find myself very confused in the world of research where I one day find out that eating meat can give me cancer. And another day I find out that that as a vegetarian, I'm actually uh, increasing my chances of a cancer. Uh, So I'm kind of confused and I would like to hear from someone who works daily with science. When do we trust those uh, Mm -hmm. those research when is it a valid one and and how to uh, how to approach that then uh, it's actually nestor who told us he would like to talk about CRISPR, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and which is not his childhood friend no (laughs) No. although that sounds (laughs) like it It could be. I mean, we just found out that Madonna could be (laughs) Be Nestor's mom. mom. So Uh maybe CRISPR can be also a childhood friend. (laughs) Who knows? But no, and we don't actually wish that it would be uh, your childhood friend because from what I have managed to read after uh, Nestor told me about it, I did not know about it much before. It actually sounds pretty dangerous. So we will be having some talks here about CRISPR. And mm-hmm. it, lo- it is creepy, then.
0: CRISPR, cri- okay. Creepy CRISPR. Yeah, creepy, Jesus. Crisper. it sounds like such a bully from high school or uh, something. For me,
2: it sounds like a cereal brand or something like that.
0: CRISPR, actually. Yeah, yeah like Cheerios, be, CRISPR. Yeah, yeah. Do you prefer Cheerios or CRISPR? So it doesn't sound yeah. so dangerous
1: anymore. Yeah. And uh, then, of course, we will have our question that will not be a surprise anymore to anyone who has listened to our shows. This year, we will ask... Nestor how his skills as a biologist would help him survive an apocalypse mm-hmm. <laughs> so that are the five themes if we are lucky to get through all of them we are if not we will have to see what we do about it oh, yes. but first the roots of science Jesus, it's a really tough one it is okay. a r- it is a really tough one so tell us a little bit about it Nestor what are the roots of science
2: Okay, the rules of science, I think is uh, that uh, at least they should be based on, on uh, uh, important human values like uh, honesty and, and respect. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a tough uh, world because it's full of, of uh, competition. The competition is, is, very, is very tough in, in science because uh, as a scientist, what you need to do to, to keep on doing your work is uh, publish your work, publish mm-hmm. articles, publish papers. And sometimes this is not easy. You have to do uh, a very, very detailed uh, research about a topic and then uh, analyze carefully the data and uh, try to publish in a scientific journal. The problem with this is that uh, uh, it makes you, like, uh, focus on on the publication sometimes rather than the the, the real truth behind what you are trying to study. So, uh, and also the... The competition for publishing is, is high, so mm-hmm. th- the pressure for publishing is 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 very uh, important. And sometimes it in it leads people to do some stuff that are not uh, right in order to, use to publish. Mm-hmm. So, um, but this is not a normal case. This is just like some cases. So when 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 a scientist that his job with with uh, with hard work and and. And respect for the rest of the community, and uh, with honesty, with the results, either if they are good or bad, you always learn from them. I think that's that's the that's the, uh, the real nice thing, the most important thing.
1: Yeah, actually, when I was uh, researching about uh, CRISPR, and when I was researching about those that that scientific research when i myself wanted to check how do we find out if a research is valid or not you know when can we trust it Mm -hmm. actually the most material i found out uh, was about how to cope as a scientist when the results are actually contradictory Mm -hmm. to what you found out and i was like whoa that that seems to be quite a big uh, thing for scientists Mm -hmm. because i mean when you are testing stuff I'm sure that there will be a certain amount of results that is actually contradicting your
0: <laughs> study. So, or you have a hypothesis and suddenly it's not supported at all mm-hmm. by, by, or research is totally inconclusive. You know.
2: Yeah, yeah, that that happens uh, quite a lot. Or mm-hmm. At least that uh, you will have a little hypothesis, and you will design and make some experiments to try to find out if it's true or not. Yeah. And a lot of uh, time you, you, <laughs> the experiments don't work or maybe your hypothesis is just not true. So you have to rethink it again and try to go to, to the next step, yeah. Re- reformulate your hypothesis. So mm-hmm. that's how, how you, you, you advance.
0: Yeah, I actually have one more observation, which is maybe not based on any scientific sources at all. It's based on movies. Like mm-hmm. for instance, you know, there is always this crazy scientist <laughs> that is a genius and have yeah. a theory that is against the academia or against you know the the, the, the professorship and whatever yeah. and he always is excluded from from this mm-hmm. whole community yeah. and then he ends up you know being sponsored by someone or doing his own thing but you know he's usually a subject of a mockery called crazy or lunatic or whatever i don't know why the first <laughs> uh, example was ghostbusters for me oh, uh, the nice new movie. the new ghostbusters know i haven't
2: seen the new one you haven't you should
0: it's actually not that bad but you know there is there is something about super talented woman who is you know a physicist and whatsoever and then she goes into the paranormal and -hmm. you know she's totally excluded she loses her scholarship she loses uh, all this kind of stuff and you can find it everywhere back to the future also have a crazy scientist who's like you know he's crazy any (laughs) movie or you know like like even catastrophic movies the day after tomorrow when you know the guy is saying oh the world will freeze and stuff and everyone cuckoo so (laughs) uh, what i am trying to ask you is is it really true that if you might have a very progressive uh, hypothesis or theory and you come with something that is probably ahead of time Uh, or is against the current general trend in your Mm -hmm. academia, does it really mean that you could be excluded, lose your, uh, I don't know, scholarship or funds or anything?
2: Uh, Well, not as uh, as it happens in the movies, Mm -hmm. I will say, but um, it could happen something like that. Yeah, it could. But uh, if you have a theory or a hypothesis, Mm-hmm. you're working on, on that field you uh and you want to prove that it's true or or see what happens you have to uh, you have to prove it right mm-hmm. you have to prove it somehow just uh theory is uh, usually not uh, worth enough so um according to your publications you get uh funding for future studies so if you are working on a crazy crazy idea that uh nobody's willing to support and uh maybe you eventually can run out of funds and and well i guess at that point you will try to find uh, you you should try to find another another uh, research topic to to work on
0: or a crazy billionaire that will sponsor your research because he sees the potential in what you're doing uh, for instance contact you know the movie with jodie foster uh, I I've he- I've heard that there uh, she was actually trying to uh, create those antennas who were picking up the signal from space from extraterrestrials. She was brilliant, Ooh. and then uh, in the last moment she was sponsored by an extravagant billionaire, or whatever, mm-hmm. right? But I I actually read somewhere that some of the scientists are living to a private, privately sponsored research um, hubs because they don't get enough support for their own yeah. sometimes uh, weird theories.
2: Well, it, yeah that definitely can happen if you can <laughs> find somebody with a decent amount of money that mm-hmm. is willing to to fund your studies, that that's perfectly fine. But uh also a lot of people move out from academia to industry also because uh, mm-hmm. well there's also good money in industry yeah. and they maybe at some point they're willing to support more long-term projects and and maybe they have more specialized equipment for some uh, difficult uh, topic. So so yeah, that, that, that can happen, like some billionaire person that wants to to pay you to, to study like, I don't know, how to, how to bring uh, aliens into earth or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, that that's, can
0: definitely that, that's a study I would like to read about. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> and I would sponsor it if I had billions. Okay, yep, so one last <laughs> thing about the roots of
1: science. I asked Google, "What is the what are the roots of science?" And Google told me that it's physics.
2: Oh yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Physics is is behind everything, yeah. even biology. So yeah, you
1: would you mm-hmm. would agree that the roots yeah, of science can be true, yeah. on a very simple yeah. level put onto physics?
2: Yeah, everything comes from physics. the the rules uh, um, The rules that uh, control. Uh, Life, biology, Mm -hmm. use physics behind everything. Yeah. Okay. So great. Physics comes first. Yeah.
1: So let's use that very basic, simple thing that stands Mm -hmm. behind everything, and let's explain to your grandma
0: how life works according to science, which could potentially be the mother of Madonna. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. um, uh, So let's let's put it this way, maybe. our bodies are, are composed of, um, of trillions of cells, mm-hmm. which is the basic uh, uh, biological unit. As all of the living organisms on Earth, we are just composed of, of cells. And uh, inside the nucleus of our cells, there is the information that um, that, that cell needs to, to, to uh, carry or develop its functions
1: is your uh, grandma a biologist too because i already <laughs> hear words like nucleus i'm quite sure my grandma would not okay, get yeah. that <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> just wanted to check because of course your grandma could be some amazing uh, biologist or another scientist mm-hmm. and yeah. Then yeah. I could have completely, uh, you know, uh, missed my chance, <laughs> <All right. laughs> and be maybe a little bit unfair to grandmas. Okay. Yes.
2: The the idea is that uh, in every cell, in the world, uh, uh, the information for it to to function and and develop its activities is is contained.
0: So it's like a instruction or a manual. Instruction. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's
2: pure information. And
0: every cell has it. Every that, cell has it. Every single one of the trillions that we have. Every we single have one. Yeah. Trillions, and all of them have instruction manuals.
2: Yeah, and they awesome. all, all have the same instructions.
0: Like okay. uh, in my body or in all our bodies?
2: No, in your body you have your own instructions, okay. different than than then, the, then your instructions. Yeah. Let, let's call that information. Uh, that's why information, we look, the we look different,
0: right? Yes, that's why okay that's one of the reasons (laughs) let's
2: (laughs) let's call it the genome that's the information
0: okay Uh,
1: the the
2: whole set of genes that we have okay so every cell also has the the mechanisms to to read that information Mm -hmm. and act in consequence so so the cells read the information and they know what they have to do Mm -hmm. so they gather up in tissues and then in organs what that develop a a core function in, in our bodies, and then it's us. So we are just like an individual, but we are actually trillions of cells doing a lot of things at the same time, and uh, we don't realize.
1: And according to science, who gave that manual to the cells?
2: Who gave that manual to the cells? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's where the science yeah. <laughs> struggles, huh? <laughs> no, it, it, it go, going back uh, in, in evolution, is, it, it just like uh, it was pretty much created from scratch. Mm-hmm. At, at the beginning, the first kind of cells, they didn't have all of this complex informations for sure, but uh, they just uh had very basic functions at the beginning, just like just feed themselves and be alive. Mm-hmm. So they didn't need such a complex uh information, yeah. but uh, within time, they they used uh gather up and specialize uh, their functions. Mm-hmm. So they needed uh, more complex information. So it, it just kept on on growing but it
0: almost sounds like they have the mind on their own you know like because you said at the beginning they were not so developed right so yep. uh, the, the, of course that that's basically the theory of evolution that mm-hmm. more we evolve more the selves evolve and adapt to a circumstances environment blah 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 blah. but it, it it's it's all it almost sounds like they they have they have a motivation you know, because what, wh- wh- why, what's the reason of them improving themselves? You know that that's that's always the in interesting question for me. You know. Yeah,
2: that was uh, that was uh, answered by by a guy called Charles Darwin. Mm-hmm. Uh, which uh, we
1: heard about that guy. We're <laughs> lucky may, now. <enough>. Maybe we <laughs> did. Maybe we
0: didn't. Okay. So I'm not <laughs> confirming nor denying. He,
2: he formulated a theory of uh, natural selection.
0: Mhm
2: and it's basically that um those uh, cells at the beginning yeah. they they suffer changes in the information just as we do now in the information we have in our cells is suffering changes uh, t- constantly right mm-hmm. so imagine just like a, a small cell a, bact- a bacteria right mm-hmm. that used like uh, suffer some some changes in that information that uh, give their the ability to do uh so, something else different and uh, it it was a uh, it was uh that is called a mutation just a change in the in the genome mm-hmm. in the information and that mutation made her uh, more suitable or fit to survive in in the environment she was mm-hmm. so there maybe the rest of them they died, and this one survived and that's how uh step by step little step by step uh, the first organisms kept on accumulating uh, positive changes positive mm-hmm. mutations the ones that had Bad mutations uh, that was actually harmful. They just died. Mm-hmm. So so uh, that information was not passed to the next generation.
0: To the next generation, yeah. But still, that 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 the whole question, I guess, is uh, why? why, why 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 do they why why the cell mutates? Why does info- like what's the reason? You know, like because we humans are very big on those questions like you know for ourselves psychological uh, philosophical you know what's the purpose of life what's the purpose Mm -hmm. of our existence here you know and actually we need to have a purpose if we don't have a purpose we kind of suck you know we are like if life is purposeless so what motivates us on this very almost like a, no it's not an atomic level but on this very basic cell level what what our what motivates ourselves to keep on improving? What what's the scientific take on it? What's the official uh, uh, because I've heard that it's just random that's uh yeah, it's that random. just happens. And uh, there was this book who was the author you will know. The Selfish Gene?
2: Actually I don't know the uh, the author. The Selfish
0: Gene that was the guy who was claiming that you know the the, the whole motivation uh, motivation of the evolution yeah. is just basically be- because it wants to survive.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's because that's, uh, it's just randomness of mutation and the willing to survive. That's that's
0: basically that's why we're here. Oh <laughs> my I'll god! Say. What do you think about this thing?
2: About what, uh,
0: What do you think about this? Uh, is it uh, as a scientist of course this is this is what is uh, there but as a human it then don't, don't you think something's missing like for you personally
2: as uh, as you said before like a purpose mm-hmm. yeah maybe but uh, i'm happy with that <laughs> knowing like how incredible it is that we are here and you think to yeah those very basic principles Mm-hmm. So I try not to think about it a lot because maybe I can get to the conclusion that there is actually no purpose in yeah. life rather than survive. And now that is kind of easy to survive, what do we do now?
0: <laughs> and yeah. The,
2: and then they use like the f- uh, first war uh, problems arise, right? So yeah. we just keep on thinking because we don't have, uh, we don't need to, to survive anymore. Or it is very easy to survive, to feed yourself. Mm-hmm. So we use uh, waste on time on on other things.
0: Okay. Well, we are going a little bit deep right now. You know that? Yes, we are. Mm -hmm. Yes, we
1: are. And the next theme is not that deep. So I am, (laughs) 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 well, very relevant for me. And I hope our listeners can benefit from this one. When can we trust scientific research? And why there are so many examples of contradicting research results?
2: Okay, uh, when can we trust uh, some scientific research, some scientific conclusions? I think, uh, first of all, you gotta be skeptical towards anything, especially stuff that you read on the internet, articles that rise on social media, Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. and so on. And uh, if something is of your interest for, for some reason and you wanna know more about it, uh, the one thing that I would uh, recommend or, or ask people to do is just try to go to the source of information. If there is a scientific article behind those conclusions and somebody else claimed that it's true, just try to go to the original source and make sure that it's indeed true, that some, uh, some, there, was, there was some research behind it, some experiments were done and uh, some uh, robust conclusions were made at the end, and that is actually true, but it usually it's not the case. Uh, for example, I, I th- there's a lot of examples of, of uh, a scientific article, and then somebody else reads it and uh, and thinks that this could be like something bigger than it actually is, and mm-hmm. writes another article that pops up on Facebook, Yeah. and then if you go to original, so it's not true, like, uh, for example, I think um, I read an article. Uh, yeah, it was Facebook or something like that, uh, claiming that a glass of wine was. Um,
1: I was thinking
0: about this one. <laughs> <and>
1: thank you. <laughs>
2: was you, like you, like you uh, know, doing sports or something like that, right? If
1: you yeah, like one hour at the gym, having a, a glass a
0: of red wine, red wine. If okay. you will take that away from me, <laughs> I will be very sad.
2: I will. And the humanity
0: and the humanity <laughs> will be very happy because she's pregnant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not drinking <laughs> wine anyway, but I, uh, that was my diet plan yes, after I give yes. birth to a child. So.
2: So, if you actually go like behind the the scientific article that was published in a scientific journal, uh, because the the headline of, of this article I read it was something like, "Yeah, one hour of of sport uh, is the same as uh, one glass of wine" or something like that. But um, on the original article, it says that uh, on the on the on the glass of wine there was uh, I can't remember really, but there was some some compound in 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 the wine that was also uh, that released some hormone in your body when you drink it and that hormone was also released when you uh, made some sports or workout or, or mm-hmm. so but that has nothing to do that uh, with the fact that drinking wine is gonna like get you fit or or has anything to do like uh, through one hour of of sports. Yeah,
1: but I mean, one thing is like taking a scientific research and then making this kind of conclusion, you know, out of it for social media. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. that 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 is. Yeah, that's something that definitely we all should be skeptical about. But what if you read something that is scientifically, you know, proven or or sorry, it is in a Mm -hmm. journal. And then another thing that Kind of contradicts it is also in a scientific journal. Yeah. How
2: I am I am uh, not sure if that really uh, uh, happens uh, a, a lot, but um, I guess uh, f- uh, yeah. So sometimes it, uh, if something is published, that means it's absolutely true. Because uh, mm-hmm. but that is the truth. Because sometimes people just uh, make their experiments uh, with not enough data to to support their conclusions or or. Uh, if it's just like so, so something is beneficial for, for the people and then they study that thing that is supposed to be beneficial in a group of people, but they are not taking into account other conditions from, of that yeah. people like mm-hmm. they are from a certain country or, yeah. or they actually are people that do a lot of sports or there's a lot of variables that sometimes are not all taken into account.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, be skeptical go and go to the original source if something is from your interest. I think uh, um, there's also a nice example about uh, something like this. It was um, uh, an article that, that uh, claimed that vaccines or some kind of vaccine was causing uh, autism in, yeah. in, in kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the thing is that that caused a lot of a lot of uh, a revolution. When the article yeah. came out, I think it was the '90s. Mm-hmm. But actually, uh, a few years later, the the article was was flawed. Uh, was was uh, taken away from the journal because mm-hmm. somebody else proved that that was actually not true.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that is a good example because that uh, that has actually caused a lot of confusion in yep. people and had really mm-hmm. big repercussions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now there are many people who do not want to use vaccines yes. and so and on. Yes, that's a problem we have now. Yeah. So
2: again, just double check before... Yeah. before mm-hmm.
1: uh, but what would be the source of trust, you know?
2: The source of trust? Yeah, what um, would make
1: you trust a research? Like you would say, okay, I have checked now, I have gone to the source. What would make you as a scientist be keen on believing that yeah. what you're reading here, it's actually truth, and I can trust it.
2: As a scientist, I, I will go to uh, how, how did they make their conclusions? Mm-hmm. What's, the, what's the data or, or the experiments that uh, support that conclusion? I will try to see if they were uh, carried out properly, if they have enough, um, enough information, mm-hmm. because sometimes uh, your conclusions are based on statistics you prove uh, something in in a number of people or mice or whatever and then uh, maybe that number is too little to state that is actually true or or, or use st- try to check if the experiments were carried out uh scientifically right
0: so you would actually look at the method uh, the methods, yeah. uh how, how the scientist uh, actually uh, conducted the entire research because yeah. it is quite easy to go into some kind of a conclusion. But yeah. I have to tell you that I do have problem with scientific uh, researches and other things for a different reason Uh, first of all i let's just say that i touched barely upon this you know how you formulate your conclusion because i wrote a master thesis and my master thesis was nothing scientifical as such but i was basically making a uh, i had to put information from several articles about something and i realized how easy for me it would be manipulate Mm-hmm. uh this information even if i would i gave all the sources uh, and and stuff yes. but how easy would it be for me to present yes. that in a certain way if i wanted to that's right yeah. that's number one so here i know i know what you mean and probably an eye of a scientist can notice that but there is another thing and uh, the example that comes to my mind actually mm-hmm. is you know the the whole uh, shebang with uh, butter is responsible for cholesterol and stuff you know all this kind of research that came out in 80s 90s in United States that fat is evil that it clogs your veins and cholesterol and no butter and then the entire industry of you know uh, f- sugar free uh, dairy uh, Fat-free, low-fat came out and totally exploded. And then only, I think, two or three years ago, all of this was called off because first of all more and more americans because that's the country where you know this industries of uh, sugar free and stuff is uh, i think the most prominent Mm -hmm. and not only they didn't decrease the heart disease and all this kind of things but it actually increased (laughs) and then they called it off saying that actually the uh, the previous article or the researcher that was doing this fat is evil um research uh, had a flaw a flawed you know uh, yeah, conclusion so and so on mm-hmm. and of course there was some kind of a suggestion that once it was because it didn't apparently started as a bad intention Yep. it's just he just throw it there he published there and then you know when you have a huge industries food industry behind it and they start to market you know uh, be healthy by eating our uh, free sugar uh, fat-free products and then you build entire empire on it yeah. and then uh, how do you tell people that um yeah that research actually um it wasn't uh, the, the yeah. right one right yeah. so uh, cases like that actually make me wonder because I think that at the very bottom on just a human competence or something, but then when it goes into things like money, government, or industry, it actually might go a little bit too far because you uh-huh. don't know how to get out of it. Or there are some players who have a huge profit into that, right? That's true. So that's one of those things that make me uh, rather skeptical about some of the scientific discoveries. Yeah. What would you, how would you comment on that? How uh, would you calm me down and say, Anna, yeah. it's not so bad. <laughs> it's not that they are all want money and lying.
2: Well, uh, that is a, a very a very good example uh, because it's also a very interesting issue. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think it was uh, th- there was a study that supports that. Uh, eating so much fat is actually not good for the body mm-hmm. and that is that is obviously true and uh, just of course the fact that if you take so much of one thing it's going to be bad for you exactly. but also uh, like uh, the e- extra fat on your food is not going to do any good for you mm-hmm. the thing is that the the especially american companies they started uh, promoting fat free fat free food but actually fat is what gives food most of its taste yeah. so they just started putting sugar on it Right. Exactly. There was not a not a some research behind. Sugar is wrong, and then, then everything had crazy amounts of sugar, and that is really really bad for you. Sugar is, is one of the worst drugs we have on our on our current society. Mm-hmm. So, um, of course, now that is proven that sugar is so bad for you, but it's everywhere. Obviously, there people that make a lot of money. You sell in uh, sodas or or ice creams or anything. Yeah. Sugar is everywhere. Uh, they don't want uh, people to to prove that sugar is wrong, yeah. so they just put a lot of a lot of money into crazy studies that claim that sugar is not so bad, and there's a lot of experts yeah. claiming those uh, those uh, con- conclusions uh, that sugar is not that bad. But uh, <laughs> so it's a it's a it's a complicated uh, situation mm-hmm. when when people actually. Um, support uh, wrong research, just like in this case. Mm-hmm. They support uh, research that claims that uh, sugar is is actually not bad for you. So it's just a it's just a matter of of uh, going back to the roots of science and just be honest with with your work, right? It's mm-hmm. one of the one of the most important values because uh, just science is what makes us uh, advance as as society and as uh, humans. So we have to be honest with what we do and uh, try to forget about all of that profit that it brings to some people.
0: And I think that this is this deadly combination for me because uh, I believe in the principles of science, but it scares Mm -hmm. me that, for instance, some people could be uh, desperate for some reasons, not have funding and so on, or be just bought to confirm, as you said, crazy research that sugar is not so bad. And on the other hand, we have a huge army of people who are treating science almost as a religion. So it became a new dogma. So, you know, it's like, if it's not scientifically proven, that's bullshit, you know, listen to science and uh, i think we should take in consideration science always and the results but some people are very into like if it's not proven scientifically this is bullshit, and you're stupid and uneducated and this and this and this so in a combination with you know treating science almost as a religion and answer to everything plus knowing that there are many detours in honesty of some scientists here and there uh, that kind of i think this is what gives science this i would say shade of doubt mm-hmm. but in the end of the day we are all humans right yeah. so uh but uh what would you say about that should we be idealistic about science and the future of science
2: uh by idealistic you mean like like uh,
0: believe that science will prevail and go on the light side
2: yeah, I, I, I i truly believe believe that but i also think that there is a uh, some kind of gap
0: mm-hmm.
2: between uh between pure science and 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 people who don't uh, work on that use uh, like a lack of impor- mm-hmm. information like a lot of people uh don't have uh, any idea of, of what is done in, in mm-hmm. the lab or or in any yeah. other uh research field so it's very important that uh, we scientists also try to do some some kind of some kind of work of of just trying to explain what we do. I think that's very positive because then people can be more less maybe some less skeptical about some some stuff.
0: Yeah, so spread the awareness for instance. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I think I think that's 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 very important. You mm-hmm. need to.
1: And that really gives us a gap. very smooth transition. <laughs> To CRISPR. No, I just yeah. want to make sure that we actually have some time to yeah, of course. Uh, to talk about of it. Course. And I do like the doubt, you know, and the ethics and mm-hmm. the value mm-hmm. thing, because yep. now we are going into something that could be even more shady uh, <laughs> yep. when, we, when we dig into that a little bit. Okay, so the question is, what is CRISPR and is it dangerous for humans?
2: Okay, uh, CRISPR is uh, a tool that... Uh, it can be used to edit that information we talk about, the genome, right? Mm-hmm. So we can, uh, we can use CRISPR to, to play around with the genome and um, erase some genes that maybe are harmful and uh, maybe introduce new ones that might be beneficial. So this is a very, very powerful tool. And uh, is it dangerous? Well, CRISPR is not, not perfect. Uh, so the genome, uh, the, that information is uh, is a really, really, it's really big. It's a really big, big molecule.
0: So basically genome, is that this kind of funny string DNA stuff? Yeah. I'm talking now like your grandma. Yeah. Uh, okay. So genome is actually our DNA and that DNA is in every cell we have, that we have confirmed. Yes, I understood this correctly. That and then CRISPR is some sort of a... Chemical substance. What is it?
2: Yeah, it's it's uh, it's. Um,
0: because the only picture of CRISPR I saw was that CRISPR is a scissor, <laughs> and goes and cuts a, DNA. A nice
2: way of of, re, of representation, visualization.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, the 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 complete number for CRIS uh, for CRISPR is CRISPR mm-hmm. Cas9, and uh, I don't know if you have.
0: Yeah, I have it. Okay, yes, so, Cas9. So,
2: so Cas9 is actually a protein that can cut.
0: It's a c- okay. They okay. can cut
2: DNA, right? Mm-hmm. So the this tool integrated with more uh, molecules
0: mm-hmm. a-
2: allows us to cut uh, whatever in the genome we want.
0: And now uh, the genome is in every cell, yes, mm-hmm. yep. and is the same genome just multi uh, duplicated. All,
2: all of all of your cells have the same genome. The
0: same. If I cut in one. Is it? Uh, does it have well, consequence for the rest?
2: Uh, the, the problem is that uh, doing CRISPR in organisms in full uh, organisms is mm-hmm. it's kind of difficult so it's very easy to do it in one cell.
0: So you do it actually before the con- con- conception of the embryo? Or? Uh,
2: yeah, that has been some examples in which uh, the genome of embryos has been edited mm-hmm. and that might lead us to the next uh, step that it could be actually dangerous because there is a, a really crazy, I think it's very crazy a, example. Actually, happened last uh, November. Mm-hmm. This was a scientific uh, professor from China. I think it was Shenzhen was I've University. I heard
0: about this guy. D- d- did he create the twins? The yes. twin girls?
2: Yes, he used uh, CRISPR to delete a, genes in hu- uh, a gene in human embryos. Mm-hmm. But the th- that has been done before. But he actually uh, he transferred the, those embryos back into a, a woman's uh, uterus. It is not clear if those pregnancies were carried to term, uh, they were ended before, or they're still ongoing. But this guy, he made a promotional video, which is uh, mm-hmm. nice to watch, in which he claimed that the, the, there was uh, two girls that were born.
0: Yeah, Lucy and something. I can't
2: remember the name. So he he claimed that they they were born and they were okay and everything. But that is like a a very dangerous situation. I mean, we have to think about the ethics and the moral of of actually editing humans, right? Mm -hmm. Because uh, we have the power to do it. And the power has been increasing in the last few years because uh, more and more information is gathered about uh, this tool and how it works. So... You basically can do that, but uh, I think that you have to think about it before doing it. Right? It's very dangerous, yeah. and also since uh, you can cut in the genome of a cell with this uh, with this technique, mm-hmm. uh, you can also make some mistakes and cut where you shouldn't. Right? It's not yeah. perfect, so that can lead to to um,
0: little Frankenstein.
2: <laughs> yeah could be could be in a mm-hmm. in some scenarios you 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 can do a lot of things with crispr it's crazy i mean you can engineer uh, f- crops mm-hmm. to be like uh resistant to 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 the dry season mm-hmm. or to disease or or i don't know you can bring back extinct species of animals
0: yeah
2: you can <laughs> you can create superhumans
0: mm-hmm. you,
2: you can do a, a lot of things with it so a code of conduct to be established for this right
0: yeah and is there any code of conduct for the time being
2: i think is is it's, uh, in most countries it's not legal to do what this guy did mm-hmm. to 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 develop some embryos that were edited i'm pretty sure it's not legal in in most of the countries but uh, apparently in china it's not illegal so
0: yeah China is, a, China is a very progressive country in many ways. Uh, for those who can see the recording, you see I'm making the quote-unquote. But, uh, uh, yeah, but, you know, one thing is editing, you know, the genome and actually um, risking that you, will, you can make a mistake, right? That's number one.
2: It's not perfect, yeah.
0: Uh, number two, we don't actually really know if, let's say, those girls were born. We don't really know what is the long-term effect of cutting some things out, right? Because that's like, I think what what I kind of started to understand lately is that everything is connected, you know, and I, uh, you have to look at everything holistically. So when you cut some part and you think it's responsible only for this, maybe actually it will have some kind of a domino effect for the rest of the genome that we could not predict because we know relatively little about it. So that's another thing that that could be problematic. Marta, is there anything else that comes to your mind? Because I know <laughs> to me, it, it sounds like uh,
1: playing with fire. But my question actually to you, uh, Nestor, is are you working with CRISPR?
2: Uh, no, I'm not currently.
1: OK, would no. you like yeah. to? Uh,
2: it's, it's an interesting tool, but um, uh, it's usually not used uh, uh, this tool is usually not used to like try to create superhumans. It's used mm-hmm. created as a tool to edit the genome and do other kinds of research, uh, mm-hmm. more basic, not that futuristic. And it's interesting. It's, it's, it's kind of easy to use and user-friendly. So, yeah, why not? It's not my topic of research, but uh, it is very interesting, and I like to, to be aware of what is going on with it. Currently. Of
1: course. So what do we use it for right now? I mean, as humans or, I don't know, Western science. W-
2: what do we, sorry?
1: CRISPR. What do we use it for? Is, is S- it
2: used, actually? Uh, yeah, it's, it's used, um, for example, when you try to study the, the genetic uh, basis of a of, uh, biological process, or a, a disease, mm-hmm. for, let's put, like, for example, cancer. Mm-hmm. So you want to see if uh, a certain group of genes are related or not to cancer. So you might um, induce cancer in some cells and delete these genes that you might think that are related to cancer and see if the cancer develops or not. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much used to create, like, uh, to delete genes and uh, see if the function uh, of the cell mm-hmm. changes in, in a little bit, if the outcome changes. So it's, it's more used to, like, basic research, basic
1: studies. Mhm. So actually something like a CRISPR could potentially be very useful in curing some diseases? Yes. It could be very very useful and very good for humanity and uh-huh, could be true. potentially very very dangerous for humanity if used in the wrong way.
2: Uh yes, definitely. Yeah. So that's why I think a, a code of conduct should be established around it. But yeah, yeah, it can be both uh both very very uh special for us, for, a, lo- for mm-hmm. a lot of people that is researching in, in, in difficult topics, mm-hmm. uh, but it can also be used in the wrong way, as, as we mentioned with the example before.
1: So how does actually science cope with that? you know now we know that it could be great so we would like to work with it and we know it can be very dangerous and there should be a code of conduct but as i understand it's not really established and how do you you know how do you get the nations to agree okay mm. now we will follow that co- code of conduct
2: i don't know like uh, how to how to get everybody involved in the in the same situation but mm-hmm. uh, i <laughs> so far i i trust the, the 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 people i know that is working with it that they will use it for uh, positive purposes if mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 difficult to tell uh, in and in most countries it's not legal to to play around with embryos like that so in the in the places where it's not illegal i don't really know like how how can we solve that or how can it be addressed but uh <laughs> I, to I, do something about
0: it. I actually have to tell you that I see uh, this CRISPR thingy as uh, uh, also a potential powerful weapon because if you can edit some things, if you can create, let's say, superhumans or whatever, right? And I I, I don't know, we, we talked about the crazy scientists. We talked about mm-hmm. the billionaires who sponsor crazy scientists. All of this was movie talk. But we uh, could agree that there are privately sponsored uh, research facilities all over the world that w- are even known right but they are mm-hmm. not uh, they are not uh, under the governments yep so basically we might not know what is happening uh, yep. in those private research facilities which see. are many times heavily sponsored by private people who are interested in some results right yep. and then if we have a very ambitious scientists who are not afraid to cross certain boundaries i could imagine and tell me if i'm crazy or not that there are a couple of those research facilities where we do probably experiment on CRISPR, on cloning and on other things because if you cannot check it and uh, i can understand the thrill of scientists if you can actually make a breakthrough with that you probably you know you have the roots of science the 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 honesty the the truth and then you have your own maybe fame and glory and you know also you as a scientist and then let's say someone proposes you a playground with unlimited funds and you can do whatever you want and it's not really Mm -hmm. under any umbrella of legality because it's not under government i would assume that some scientists would go for it what what do you think about my really <laughs> grim <laughs> vision <laughs> i
2: i think that's that's uh, very feasible and i'm pretty sure like somebody is uh, using this to some creepy research with human embryos uh, mm-hmm. at this moment so yeah it can definitely happen it's also a, a thrilling uh, <laughs> offer if somebody tells you that right yeah. so it's like it could be doing something really interesting, I but it's not moral right. So, mm-hmm. yep.
1: so now another smooth transition. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Into our last question. Mm-hmm. So we talked about now it could be very grim and stuff. So imagine yeah. apocalypse happens. It could be with the superhumans uh, um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. out of CRISPR yeah, experiments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. But some sort of apocalypse happens. And how would your skills as a biologist help you survive?
2: Well, I am um, a biologist uh, that is usually called as lab biologist mm-hmm. because you can also be like a biologist of like nature, animals, ecology, yeah, this kind of stuff. Yeah, observe
0: the birds from the bushes, which is kind of creepy. <laughs> but
2: yeah, I'm pretty I, sure I, I it have
0: has another name than biologist. <laughs> Ornithologist. <laughs> no, no, I have friends
2: that, that, that are... Uh, between ecology now and they are just yeah. uh, following wolves uh, around the mountains and uh, birds and stuff like yeah. that, bears, which is also interesting, but I am more attached to the lab.
0: But Nestor, let's make it clear, your so, lab is gone because it's apocalypse. So or, la- yeah, there are be actually yeah. or maybe there is like a, some kind of a burned building oh, of yeah. your lab. Oh. So
2: If I don't have access to the lab, I'll, I'll be very screwed, but... Um, <laughs> Maybe I will will remember my lessons from botany, which was really tough. And I remember which plants I can eat, which plants I can't.
1: Very useful. Very useful.
2: Yeah. But if I had access to the lab, I would use CRISPR to to create some kind of bacteria that will grow food for me. And Mm -hmm. I don't have to do anything about it. So...
0: Yeah, but uh, so basically, yeah, uh, uh, trying to use your knowledge from, from what can we eat, what can we not eat. You know yep. what, if you will figure that out, I would recommend you to make a research just in case about this. Mm-hmm. Let yep. us know. And I want him on our survival team, Marta, because I'm yes. I'm uh, Marta is asking those questions for a reason. Okay. We make just a backup m- backup team here. We see who's useful and who's <laughs> not. You know, who should we call like yeah. Ghostbusters? Like, right. you know, in case of apocalypse, well, will we use yeah. Nestor for something interesting and so on? So, not yeah. sure
1: if we will be able to call.
0: So, just in case mm. we have to know where you live or <laughs> work that's, so that we can find you. That's why we need that psychic on the show so we can use the psychic to telepathically send Nestor oh, okay. a message. Yeah. But yeah. he has to be more open minded for <laughs> yeah. it because but he's a scientist. So,
2: yeah.
0: I don't know if he's. But I am very
2: worried it. about a zombie apocalypse. I'm zombie? About that.
0: Yeah. Really? Are, is this a joke? <laughs> can we use CRISPR to create zombies?
2: <laughs> yeah, we could in principle. Mm, mm, really? Should be possible.
0: Yeah, because do you we, want to
2: <laughs>
0: do it. you have a funds? <laughs> <laughs> no, but as by zombie, I guess uh, we don't necessarily mean. Uh, that someone died and uh, came back to life and now goes for the brain but probably some sort of a disease that is close to what is this disease that animals have ra- ra- rap uh, when think. when the dogs have this disease oh. when they you know they, they attack
2: want, yeah I, I don't know the name in, in English Me neither. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's nine polish yeah. okay. it's a ra- rabies, rabies. rabies yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah. so let's yeah. say some uh, more severe ver- version of that when you basically lose your uh, cognitive skills your empathy and stuff and you only you know attack so that could be that kind of zombie apocalypse that uh, that could be a disease a virus yep. that I could imagine yeah, without yeah. this whole you know you died and you came back yeah. from the grave and now you go for brain mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. by the way virus also uh, edit our genome that's how they survive.
0: They uh, what?
2: Yeah, when when uh, you or me or anybody gets a viral infection, yeah, what they do is they insert their genome, the information, into yours. Yes. So they can use the machinery that your cell has to replicate themselves. Smart they're very
0: well, lovers.
2: Yeah, it's not clear if they are actually uh, alive. They are alive or not. It's it's a very. Uh, Okay, well, that's going see.
1: very grim, yeah. <laughs> and I want this show to uh, finish on a good note because it's Friday <laughs> okay. afternoon, and yeah. uh, I want to have fun tonight. And mm-hmm. I actually would love part two, to be honest. We can I definitely agree on part two, but before we do that, Dennis, mm. you are you have your shining moment. What was the name of Madonna? Did you get to check <laughs> that? <laughs> uh,
2: Madonna Louise uh, Ciccone. Ciccone. Oh, Madonna,
0: Madonna Louise. Yeah. Ciccione. Chi, Ciccione. Is yes. Italian? Yes. Okay, yeah, yes, right. she's. is. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, oh, come on. Your dad should know that. Yeah. Yeah. Never ask him.
1: <laughs> but yes. La Isla Bonita should have definitely been a song played on that show. And it was a crime <laughs> that we did not put yes. two and two together yeah. before <laughs> uh, the show. So I, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely will yeah. take it uh, on me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that I did not uh, forecast this San Pedro thing. That was, uh, yeah. that was a bad one. <laughs> okay, guys. So I would like to thank you, Nestor, for uh, joining us uh, mm-hmm. today. And now I'm struggling. I almost called you San Pedro because <laughs> because of because, that. Yeah. You can call me, uh, yeah.
2: because, because of
0: call Madonna. Me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we definitely have not managed to exhaust the topic. No, so definitely no. not. I actually have like uh, 15 more questions to you. So definitely... Yeah, definitely a part two could be an option in the future Mm -hmm. or maybe five
1: options. (laughs) (laughs) And that was just option number one. So thank you very much for joining us here today and have a nice weekend. Thank you. Yes,
0: have a nice weekend, guys. Bye bye. Bye. You are listening to You've Got Five
1: Options radio show where we hopefully convinced you that five indeed is a
0: magic number. To catch up with our previous programs, apply to be our guest, send us your life challenge or just to see how do we really look like, visit our website the 5 We hope you enjoyed
1: this episode and that you will come for more. That's all, folks.